Welcome to the FootballCoachesCorner.com podcast, where football coaches come to collaborate. On today's podcast, I will preview an ebook or article written by our own offensive coordinator, Kirkland Brown about the inside zone and the tags that we use of this. The inside zone, as many of you know, is a staple for a lot of pro, college, and high school offenses. Our inside zone run scheme has a lot of different tags and is a very versatile play for us to allow to get the running back the football and also a cheap and easy way to get our quarterback runs. To see this entire article, please visit our website, www.footballcoachescorner.com, or email us if you have any questions at fbcoachescorner at gmail.com. Uh, our basic inside run zone scheme is uh, the variety that we use maybe a little bit different. There are a lot of different ways that people block inside zone. You can use uh, a veer blocking type scheme. Uh, we prefer to use what we call a piggyback double team scheme, which is we like to get a lot of push, get as many double teams as we can and push. And I'll go over our rules for the inside zone in a few minutes. But this past year, just to give you some idea of the success that we had on the inside zone, we averaged 6.6 yards per carry. Now, we are a gap team and an inside zone team, so this is just another way for us to get a physical downhill run. Uh, we can run out of a lot of different personnel, 10 personnel, 11 personnel, and just mix things up to give people a different look while maintaining the same blocking scheme for the most important guys, the guys up front. We start by teaching our zone uh, and what we consider to be a tight zone uh, with covered and uncovered rules. Uh, it's a very simple rule for our linemen. All they do is they look. If the play is called to the right, they're going to look to the right. If they have a man in their gap or on them to the right, then they're, going, they're considered to be covered. All right. If they're covered, they're going to take a zone step, try to stretch that guy a little bit to get him uh, moving, all right, and then try to get inside of him to allow a running back to get some vertical push inside. Now, if you're an uncovered lineman, which means you don't have anybody in your play side gap, uh, the rule is very simple. You're going to step inside the opposite way, and you're going to double team a guy on your inside gap while maintaining your eyes and your eye discipline into the gap you're covering. So, for example, if we're running zone to the right, and we have a shade on our center and a five technique, our, our right tackle would be used as covered rules, so he would give a zone stretch step, all right, and try to cover up that man and be as physical as he can and drive him off while also maintaining inside leverage. Uh, our right guard would be uncovered because he has no one in the B-gap, so he would look to help inside to the shade, try to be as square as possible. We like to have square double teams and get a vertical push up the field, which we feel like allows our running back a two-way go. He can either bang it in the B gap, or bend it back into the backside A gap. Uh, so he will double team with our center on the shade, and he will keep his eyes in the B gap, looking for anybody that linebacker that tries to press up or anybody who tries to run through B gap. And our center, obviously, with a shade to his right, would use his covered rules. And that double team is going to generally something we have to spend a lot of time on. And it's generally going to be a situation where the guard and center double team and combo off to the play side linebacker to the right side. So that's just the, one of the ways we do it. Uh, if you have more questions about that, again, feel free to email us at fbcoachescorner at gmail.com. 
Now, I'm going to hit some of the highlights of this article, uh, which is very well written, comes with diagrams, pictures, and even a link to some uh, video that we used this past year. Uh, one of the basic things we use with our zone, and I'm sure a lot of other teams do that too, is just a zone lock call. A lock call, all that does for us is the backside of the play, so the B gap and C gap, we want to block any defenders who are in there. So let's say we're getting a three and a five to the weak side, all right? Then the left guard is going to be responsible for the three technique, and the left tackle is going to be responsible for the five technique. So we don't want any penetration, anybody crossing our face. Now we're throwing our read from the backside five to the inside linebacker on the backside. This is something that you can do with teams that are uh, using a – you know, a, a squeeze and scrape or place method to try to defend your zone where they try to make it look like it's a pull read and your quarterback keeps it. And as soon as he does, your linebacker's over the top. Uh, this also allows us to uh, RPO off this. We can read the backside linebacker. We can run a lot of different schemes on this. But mainly this is uh, something that we use in our RPO game and also, again, to uh, defend against that scrape or place technique that a lot of defenses are starting to use now to defend zone. Uh, Coach Brown has drawn a couple of, uh, of our RPOs that we go over, but we'll save those. They're in the article. We'll save those for, uh, for another day. Uh, one of the main things that people run when they run zone is they get their, their H back involved is they'll run zone divide. Uh, zone divide for us this past year was a, a very good play. We ended up averaging 4.4 yards per carry uh, in this scheme, and we basically had two different ways to, to run this. We could bring the H all the way across the formation to kick out the C-gap defender, or we could line the H up to the side that he would be kicking out and push the zone away from him. So it just gives us a little different look at how we could do this and break some tendencies. We you know, use a lot of motion and a lot of shuffling in our, uh, in our offense to make sure that we don't give our plays away all the time and just to keep the, uh, the other team uh, guessing where we're going to go based on our H-back rules. Uh, you are covered in this from C-gap to C-gap. So it's a, a pretty secure feeling for your quarterback to know that his backside C-gap is covered. So obviously with zone divide, uh, it's a great uh, pass pro for us, and we use that a lot because it's very uh, aggressive and it gives the, the defense a little bit of a different look. Um, and it's also great to RPO off of because, again, we have C-gap to C-gap covered. So it gives your quarterback a little bit more time to read. And uh, in this, we, you know, we're not a real big hit and climb type team. We're going to push our double teams as much as we can uh, at the line of scrimmage. Again, for the entire article, uh, visit our website at www.footballcoachescorner.com. Uh, a lot of the, the zones that we use, you know, a lot of people are getting into the duo play. And uh, Coach Brown goes over uh, the duo play uh, in his article, too, and just talks about the difference, how that can be a physical, almost power-type play and a downhill play. Uh, the next zone that Coach covers in his, uh, in his article is the zone bluff. Uh, now, in the zone bluff scheme, that we're, we're trying to uh, use what the team does uh, against them. So, again, if we have a team that's uh, run, squeezing the five technique really hard to the dive, uh, we will bring our H back uh, all the way across the formation and it gives a similar look to our zone divide, but instead of kicking out the C-gap defender, we will now circle the C-gap defender, which leads for uh, the quarterback. If the quarterback gets a pull read, he now has a lead blocker with a linebacker 
excuse me, with a tight end heading out in front of him, looking for the first defender who shows, which often, if a team is doing a scrape of place, is going to be your inside linebacker. But if not, then he's going to look for the first opposite colored uh, jersey and kick out anybody which could be the linebacker too. Uh, teams that wrong shoulder or uh, squeeze really hard, uh, this is a scheme that gives them problems because, you know, they're trying to defend this just like the option, and they're trying to take their five technique inside as hard as he can go and give that quarterback a pull read. Well, now the quarterback has some security and knows this is another way that we treat this the uh, scrape exchange, and he has the lead blocker with the H back out in front of him. So it just makes him feel a little bit better about uh, pulling the football. Uh, one of the variations of our uh, zone bluff is what we call zone circle. Uh, in this scheme, we will align the H-back uh, away from the zone side. So let's say we're running uh, mid-zone to the right. Uh, so our H-back will align in the left, on the left side of the football. All right? When everybody pushes the zone to the right, the H-back is just going to circle. Now, it's the same type of idea as a zone bluff, but we just call it zone circle to give him a little bit of a different angle. And also, again, he's going to look inside out for that scraper place uh, exchange. Uh, this year we had quite a bit of success with this, this run. We averaged 4.4 yards per carry. And the main thing that you're seeing in all of these schemes is that we are keeping the blocking for the offensive line as consistent as we can. The only thing we've changed any rules on so far is our zone lock play. But any of the other plays, the, uh, the guys are going to run with their covered, uncovered rules. And so what we're doing is we're allowing the, the offensive linemen, uh, or in my opinion, the most important guys uh, in this run scheme, we're allowing them to get a lot of reps and reps at the same type of blocking scheme time and time again. Now, this year we did mess with a little bit of, uh, of zone option. Uh, so we, what we decided we were going to do is go out of two back all right, and we ran our regular zone play and read the backside five for the give. Our second back would come around and he would be our pitch back. Now, a new wrinkle we decided to put in this year was leaving our H back on the field, so going in a two back set with our H back. And now the, the guys are running up front, are running zone to the right. Our H back would align to the left and run his zone circle rules, and we would have two backs in the backfield and now run zone option. So what you have now is you have a quarterback reading the five, all right, who will be circled by the H-back. He's reading the five technique for the dive. Again, if he squeezes, all right, then now we're working on that rule of the scrape exchange. The H-back is going to circle right around to the inside linebacker and pin him. And now we have the quarterback element into the secondary, but also the quarterback has – a second back to pitch to. So again, same rules. Everything stays the same for all of our guys. It's all crossover. All right. The one thing we have to work on a little bit is the uh, the option mesh uh, because the dive is exactly the same. The push up front for the guys is exactly the same. The scheme's the same. And again, our our H back is just running his uh, circle rule. Uh, this year uh, we didn't run that a lot of plays, but we ended up averaging six point two yards per carry. Uh, so looking back at that as the coach doing my evaluation after the season's over, looks like we uh, probably should have ran that just a little bit more, but that's something that we'll uh, look to put in our playbook next year to go to uh, a lot more. Again, if you're uh, looking for a download of this article or ebook, uh, just visit our website 
at www.footballcoachescorner.com and you'll have all this information. Guys, this is 14 pages packed with uh, drawing diagrams, uh, little nuggets, all kinds of information. Uh, we have still pictures, and then we actually have links to our YouTube channel where you can go in and uh, look at uh, all of these plays as we ran them this past year. And again, you know, we're picking the plays out and getting to see those things. So obviously, we're going to have a couple of plays in there that you can see with each one of those. Um, one of the last things I want to talk about in our uh, zone and our tags is what we really like to get into is a a physical type of isolation downhill run. Uh, and we call that zone lead. So our H-back in this situation, anytime we tag lead with our run, uh, the H-back knows that he is going to lead up uh, on the linebacker opposite of the side we are running the zone. So let's just say that we're running zone right. Uh, the H-back can align on the right and go across the formation once the ball snapped. He can shuffle over and align to perform in the actual gap where he's going to go, or he can start on the outside of the formation to the weak side and then come in too. Anytime we call zone lead, it is an automatic lock call for our backside lineman. So this opens up that gap, plus it gives that linebacker kind of a false feel read and a lot of times we can get that linebacker to come up into that. You know, a lot of, a lot of guys are, are teaching open versus closed to their linebackers, so they're going to see an open hole. They're going to see a ball straight in their face. And then our H-back is going to come from an angle and lead up on those guys, which gives us a very, very physical downhill run, run scheme. Uh, now, this was one of our better runs this year. Uh, we averaged eight yards per carry with this. And this is what you would consider, uh, you know, old school guys would consider this to be the, the big on big blocking or the bob blocking. Uh, and, and some guys would consider this to be uh, basically what, what amounts to uh, an ISO play with the H-back taking the place of your fullback. So this is a way that we can get uh, downhill and be as physical as possible. Now, with all the gaps covered by our blocking schemes that we're doing, and now the H-back being an eligible receiver, this is something we can also RPO off of. We can also play action pass off of, and it gives us a uh, very deceptive look, uh, gets a lot of hats down. So the guys that are reading our tackles and guards are seeing these guys push uh, to, to the uh, first level, and so they're getting a, uh, a run read right off the bat. So it does allow us to do things. Uh, one of our tags that we tagged with this this past year and had a lot of success is we would run a glance route uh, by our outside receiver. And uh, that glance route, as a coach has it drawn in here, uh, does a very good job of showing you the reads and the things that we're looking for. But with that glance route, you're getting uh, a hard ISO look to that linebacker. And that outside linebacker also is getting a, a run look. So more often than not, you're going to end up getting, uh, you know, single coverage by your corner. Uh, because this is something that we would run. We will run this versus two high or versus one high because, you know, in a defensive scheme, they have to, ha have, to have a D-gap defender. And a lot of times it's that weak safety uh, away from the, the formation side. So he's going to come down and try to play that D-gap and fill the run. Uh, so that will help us out and give us a, a better look. Uh, just to sum things up, you know, your, your inside zone, and the tags, I feel like Coach Brown's done an excellent job with this, uh, not only giving you the content that's written, 
uh, but giving you the, the actual schemes as they're, as they're drawn, as we run them, and also mixing in video with these uh, schemes too. So it's a, an article that will be well worth your time reading. Uh, this is a great way to mix up a downhill physical run, a uh, great way to get your quarterback involved in the run game uh, and, and hold a defense accountable uh, on all their gaps. Uh, again, we use this for uh, pass pro. We use this for play action because it, of the reads that it gives the defense. And, uh, you know, the, the most popular thing now with a lot of teams are the RPO games. And anytime you can cover yourself from C-gap to C-gap, your quarterback feels a whole lot better about sticking the ball in the gut of the running back and riding it a little bit so he can get that rotation or what he needs to try to hit that home run. Uh, thank you for listening today to the Football Coaches Corner podcast. Please visit our website at www.footballcoachescorner.com. Uh, check out our other podcast. And as always, email us with any questions that you have or any topics, topics that you would love for us to discuss at our email address, which is fbcoachescorner at gmail.com. Until next time, remember to coach with pride, passion, and a purpose. Thank you.